Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you will fall out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Speakeasy Bourbon Club, brought to you by Birdies and Bourbon. Uh, Dan and I may have had a little pre-round, but we've got Annie on with us today. And Annie was kind enough to, I'm not going to believe these, like these, like these, look at this, look at what she sent us. So we've got instructions, we've got, we've got, uh, we've got instructions, we've got, uh, got some tea. We've got, if you hear a noise, I've got the kettle brewing over here, Uh, garnishes. I mean, I've got all kinds of stuff happening. I got to make sure I don't confuse these. So maple syrup, and that one goes there, and that one goes there. Uh, so this is the first time for us. So hopefully we don't wreck this thing too bad. Uh, we're gonna let Annie walk us through. So we uh, we met Annie on Instagram, and um, we uh, I don't know we connected and said, hey, you want to get on and uh, let's make some cocktails together. So if you haven't checked out Annie's Instagram page, they can find you at. Uh, Annie Lou on Instagram. I uh, definitely highlight bourbon and all my cocktails because I think it's a very underestimated ingredient. Mm. Um, and it definitely needs more credit in the cocktail world. So it's kind of my goal what I'm trying to do, um, you know, give people options to drink it neat on the rocks with a splash of water or in a cocktail. Um, that way people can just drink good bourbon. So nice. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That's the goal. So we always like to, uh, to start off with something kind of fun. And, um, so you did tell us, uh, we were chatting a little bit before, uh, before we jumped on. So Scranton, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, this is lame. I don't have any good office, like uh, punchlines. <laughs> I, I mean, I've watched it a few times, but, uh, you know, but I don't have any punchlines I can think of, but, uh, I have spent quite a bit of time up in Pennsylvania and Scranton. Is that more Pittsburgh? We're more towards Philly. Mm-hmm. We're a little bit north of Philly, about an hour and a half, two hours ish above Philly. So, like Wyoming? Oh, uh, yeah, a little bit close to that. A little okay, bit awesome. North. Yeah, so I, I've spent a lot of time there and over Gettysburg and Harrisburg and all those places. So, I've spent some time. It's probably getting cold up your way this time of year, hey? Oh, it was freezing. Today. <laughs> yeah, we that. It was so cold. I was like, what is going on? It mm. was like, like Halloween and now we're automatically in Christmas. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're, uh, so you're inviting a couple over to your house for dinner for the first time. So you've met them, uh, casually and it's like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to you know, let me have you over to the house. You're going to serve dinner and a cocktail. What are you serving? Well, I have to start off with like a nice small plate, something like a, maybe like a mozzarella, like a bruschetta or something like that. Little finger food to start over conversation. Um, and then I'm definitely making an old fashioned of some oh. sort. That's why I wanted to showcase this apple pie old fashioned today mm-hmm. um, just because I think it's perfect for the season. And if someone's not a bourbon lover, once they come to my house, they will be. Um, so that's why I always <laughs> like to start with like a little appetizer, cheese board, something like that. Caprese salad. Um, and then I'll just do like a big, maybe something Italian, like lasagna or something for everybody to come over and just have big plates of food, lots of bread and pasta, and just enjoy good bourbon. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I need the address. Got the, yeah. got, the, got, the, got the Scranton part. I just need the rest of it. So I love a good lasagna. Um, all right. So, uh, so let me get this right. So are you, so you shipped us a, a kit 
uh, are you selling these or shipping them out to other people or do they, so if I, if I'm like, if I'm listening to the show or watching, so there's two ways you can kind of get this right. You can find us on wherever you find your podcast at and you can listen to it. Uh, if you're listening and you're intrigued, even if you're not intrigued, you should definitely go and watch because you're going to maybe watch Dan and I make a fool out of ourselves. Most trying likely. To make a cocktail. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> but mostly <laughs> me, mostly me. That's why Dan keeps me on the show. Um, but so if, if I'm listening or watching and I'm like, wow, that looks really neat. How do I get a hold of Annie? And, and what's what's the process and setup of this thing look like? Yeah. So I'm making all of these seasonally inspired cocktail kits myself. Um, that way, because I have a lot of people DMing me on my Instagram saying, these drinks look so good. I wish I could have them. And unfortunately, I can't make it to where everyone is. I wish I could. Yeah. Um, but I figured maybe this would help so people can try all my original cocktails, all my original creations in the comfort of their own home um, with like my handwritten instructions. And all that can be found on my website, uh, the Annie Luke Exchange dot com. Okay, cool. uh, and I do. Yep. <laughs> handwritten with love um but yeah i do go on and uh, update those so right now i'm in the process of taking down like my end of summer cocktail uh like kits that i had up now um and we're gonna start working on like thanksgiving holiday like mulling kits um and i'm also have something up my sleeve for infusions um so that's gonna be coming out within nice. like the next week if if everything goes as planned <laughs> nice perfect yeah so that'll be cool it's all on my website i have the shop on there secured uh check out everything like that it's verified we take everything from like american express to apple pay um so it's all right on my website so cool yeah. Awesome. So what I thought the really neat thing about this was, so, and, you know, I don't know if you've watched any of our shows, listen or not, but, but most of the stuff we do neat. And if I'm making a cocktail, I'd say I'm a simple cocktail guy. I'm kind of, you know, I'm probably going like I'll have a Negroni, right? And my mm -hmm. garnish is going to be an orange or orange wedge, or maybe, maybe I'll do a twist or something. Usually it's a wedge. So it's kind of simple and easy. Uh, the really neat thing about, you know, what Annie sent to us. And if you're, if you're watching, you can see, and I'll, I'll unpack these in a minute, but if you're listening, so I've got a dehydrated orange in here. I got some dehydrated apples. I think that's all that's in this one. And then it, I uh, know I got a little something else in this little pack. Is that some like cardamom seeds or something? It's um, brown sugar. Oh, brown sugar. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> brown so, sugar. Yeah. And that's for my, uh, that's for, for our apple pie old fashioned, which sounds amazing. I mean, I'm thinking Thanksgiving, even yep. though it's apple pie old fashioned, I could see like some ice cream and pumpkin pie or maybe pecan pie and pouring it back. <laughs> like that is, that's going to go down well. And then also, so if you're like, well, I want to try something out and see, you know, do I want to go, do I want to make cinnamon chai syrup? We don't have to because Annie's sending you a nice little vial of that. And then if you're like, well, we're, I mean, I could make mulled apple cider, but that's going to be a pain in the ass. I mean, it's not <laughs> because she's sending you exactly what you need for the cocktail. So no kidding. I'm kind of trying to hold these up and multitask, but I mean, you've got instructions, you've got um, three bags. The, the only two ingredients I'm going to add to this cocktail are going to be uh, I'm going to add, she does say on here, you could add a bourbon or a rye. I'm adding a rye with this one because I'm going bourbon on the next one we're going to make, but, uh, I'm going to go uh, with a rye and I'll talk a little bit about that while we're making it and some Angostura bitters. And, you know, it's like you can buy a bottle of bitters and those things will be around for how long, Annie, ever? Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Forever. They're, they're, yeah. They're never going to go bad. So, you know, I imagine that uh, I don't know, I guess the mulled cider might turn into vinegar at some point. 
Uh, I don't know about the chai syrup. It's syrup, so it's probably going to be around for a while if you wanted to. Yeah. You could. Uh, have the syrups are good for about like a month, month and a half. Yeah. Um, the the uh, mold cider, as long as it doesn't get opened, that's good for almost about three weeks to a month as well, um, which is great. So that definitely helps with them spending it out so everyone can enjoy it. I don't have to worry about, you know, that's where it comes in hard, like the hard parts come in, like sending like lemon juice or, you know, something like that that can like perish in the packaging or yeah. something so i figured this would help the best so i can induce those flavors well the dehydrated stuff's really nice anyway because uh i guess you're calling it dehydrated <laughs> right is that the dehydrated yeah so it's yeah. dehydrated and i mean it's you're really kind of bringing out the punch in the um uh not the punch but i mean you're you're you know you're kind of uh diluting uh i, well, I guess you're not diluting. I'm looking for it, like, a word. Concentrates the flavor. Concentrating. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, you're concentrating the flavor of the garnish, and then when it yep. kind of sits in that drink for a minute, you're really going to get the the full impact. Versus, you know, fresh is always good, and there's nothing wrong with fresh. But I mean, if you're looking to experiment, I mean, I could see this for like if you're having a party and it's like, hey, I don't know what to do, or I don't, I don't want to do the work, I don't want to go through all the trouble, and how do you theme something around whatever it is? You go and you you order your, you know, socially distancing. However big your house is, you're limiting it to the limiting right. amount of people. And, uh, yeah, I mean, what an awesome idea. Yeah, it's re really cool. Thank it's you. like, um, it's like, uh, uh, what's, uh, you know, one of the food delivery companies, except I get to drink it and I don't have to eat yeah. it. It's a lot more fun. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Well, being a bartender for 10 years, I'm like, I need to figure out how to like put my drinks in people's hands and not have them come to my bar, especially yeah. since social media and just branching out and meeting amazing people like yourselves are like all over the country. Some people from all over the world. It's, awesome. it's really incredible. That's awesome. All right. So, so let's, uh, we, we've got a lot more to talk about other than just making drinks, but, uh, but we do like to drink while we're talking. Yes. So, um, where are we going first? Well, you're, you're the boss here. Let's uh, let, let's walk us through. And by the way, so if you're just listening, I know I said it, but let me just reemphasize. So if you're watching, you can see. But so we, you do get you get the the recipe, and you get the name of what we're having, which is an apple pie old fashioned, and then you get the ingredients and the instructions, directions, whatever you want to call it, on how to do it. Along with that, and we're just adding. Basically, it's alcohol. Maybe there's some bitters or something along the way, but uh, mainly you're only adding alcohol. You have everything else ready to go. Sorry. All right. So, yeah, guys, the first one we're going to start off with is the apple pile fashion. Uh, this one is like perfect for this time of the year going into like Thanksgiving and stuff like that. Uh, I'm going to be getting all those seasonal flavors coming out. Um, so this is why I wanted to kind of infuse this into a bourbon uh, cocktail. Um, so, I, yeah, you'll notice you have the um, we have the chai cinnamon syrup here that I sent you guys. Mm -hmm. and you have about a two ounce sampler right there, and we're only going to be using a dash of this, maybe about half an ounce. Um, so you have a lot extra to put on like pancakes. Um, you could do a ton of stuff with this, which is great. Even if you want to put it in your coffee or tea, adds a nice good flavor. Mm. And you definitely get the cinnamon, but that tea spice has a nice like depth of flavor going on there. And that Pretty is almost good. like pumpkin pie, like with in liquid form. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> like the baking yeah. spices. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, tons of baking spices. Yeah, that's uh, so. You know, so I haven't opened anything up other than I've got it kind of ready because you tape everything up nice so it's not spilling yeah. and all that. I didn't check anything out, but I went with two uh, the two spirits that I went with. I kind of went with a little heavy on the booze because I was thinking, well, chai, it's going to be you know, I mean, chai's a 
uh, pungent's not a bad word. I mean, it's, it's, it's a very pronounced, right. very um, it, it's very pronounced, right? So it could, if you use, if you don't like a lot of booze, I mean, you could definitely go with like a, you know, a, a 84, 80, 84 proof bourbon, and it would totally mute out any of the alcohol flavor. I went with a bonded, uh, hundred proof. Cause I, I want a little bit, I still want a little, little alcohol in there. So. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you go with? What rye? Oh, sorry. So I, I went with um, I went with the old Overholt bonded. Nice, nice. Um, so nice. it's uh, and this is a very good, very good bottle. Uh-oh. It's been around for years. Uh, the bonded uh, I think was just released maybe last year. So um, you know, I'm like, let me go with something that's kind of new. It's kind of neat on the shelf. Just like what yeah. you're doing, and you're, you know, this. Uh, I don't know if it's a service that you're offering, but the uh, the product that you're providing is is unique and it's new, right? For, from your perspective. Right. So I went with the old Overholt rye. It's going to be a hundred proof straight rye whiskey, and um, yeah, I, I think it's going to really complement the uh, kind of that that, uh, that baking spice, the apple, uh, the brown sugar. It's going to kind of sweeten that rye up a little bit and kind of knock <laughs> off some of that. Uh, spearminty stuff. So I think it's going to be a really nice, uh, nice blend. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point. Why I put, um, you know, you can use bourbon or rye in this because of that chai, simple syrup, um, all those baking yep. notes of rye, that little extra spice that you get will really complement that. So that's why I was like, I think sure. rye will work this great too, you know, not limiting it just to yeah. bourbon, you know, I'm sure you have a bunch of other rye too at home. So I'm like, I, you know, everyone could switch it up if they want do whatever they like. Well, birdie, it's birdies and bourbon, like the birdies is a golf thing. And bourbon is kind of the moniker for any, you know, booze, right? Right. (laughs) Whatever you drink. Exactly. All right. So we're going to go two ounces of our rye. Oh, Dan, what rye are you using? Old tub. Old bourbon. Old tub. Nice. Nice. All right. So we're going to do about two ounces. Um, I'm just going to put it into my mixing glass here. You can use like a pint glass for this. I used to use um, a beaker, like a beaker set, like a chemistry beaker set. That works great too. Oh, yeah. You can nice. spend a bunch of money um, on a really nice, like crystalline, like a really nice one. The beaker sets work just as well. Yep, just like that. That's a really nice stirring glass. <laughs> All right. So then the next ingredient, guys, is the mold apple cider here. If you want to just give it a little shake, you can almost see the spices and yep. the kind of floating in there. You give this a little shake. And this is probably one of my favorite ingredients. Um, I do have the recipe on how to, how I mold my cider on my blog as well, the Amy Lou Exchange. Um, so that's on there, too. If you ever want to follow up along the recipes mm-hmm. on how to get this or just get it from me in a kit, you can always order it, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like drinking apple pie right there. Right. That's why I was like, oh, apple pie old fashioned. I think I found it. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, for sure. So we're going to do almost an ounce of that in there. So on the jigger side, on the one ounce, you want to go almost to the top um, and then put that right in there as well. Yeah. And this is also really good too. You have a little extra if you want to make another one or something like that. I like these two ounces. That way you get a little bit more um, than just one cocktail out of it's as well too. That's a yeah, what a great date night. I mean, so is this the way they would come if I ordered, I guess we did order it, but is this the, this is the, okay. So this is a great date night. You get order a couple of these, you get something while you're making dinner, then you get something for dinner and you got two mm-hmm. for each of you. Yeah. That's a really awesome. Uh, awesome yeah. Night. 
and then next uh, we're going to do the chai simple syrup and we're only going to do a half an ounce if you like it sweeter you can always do a little bit more um if you like it less sweet you can always do you know dial that down a little bit um but this is one of my favorite ingredients and the sugar too i use to uh, make that simple syrup is called demora or yeah de turbinado syrup um sugar so that is a darker more molassesy type of sugar it's not as sweet as brown sugar there's all different kinds you can kind of play with but this is what i found uh the turbinado sugar worked the best um for well, this I, I used about that much is that enough or do i need to put oh, more perfect yeah, mm -hmm. awesome. oh, that's perfect that is I, I think she's just saying that at this point. But. No, that's why I used about the same too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I yeah. was watching you her bottle. Powered, especially because you know we drink bourbon neat and stuff. I always do my recipes that showcase the bourbon, not kill the bourbon in there. So you yeah. still get all those notes uh, as well as you know the flavors that I'm trying to blend in there too. Sure. Uh, and then just a couple, a little bit of ice in there. In there. I don't have any fancy cubes at the moment. I have my molds using for something else. I actually have rose infused ice cubes in my freezer. <laughs> I, I got to stand up to stir. It's going to like I, sitting down. It's weird. I guess I could, I but I don't know if I feel awkward doing that. So I'm going to stand up on this one. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm just going to throw some cubes in here too. So. Yeah. Good tip for stirring too, guys, is you want to have a lot of ice. I've noticed I see sometimes I see just like one or two cubes and you don't think you might need a lot for stirring, but it helps properly dilute the drink for sure. Hmm. And uh, yeah, and then you just want to slowly go through just as long as it's not kind of bruising the drink, bruising the bourbon. And normally with cocktails, what was that? What, while you're so while we're stirring, um, so why don't you uh, why don't you share a tip about how to properly stir, like the back of the spoon against the. Yeah. Trying to do that. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So yeah, when you're stirring this, you want to uh, have the back of the spoon directly on the edge of the glass, like right in, right behind the ice, as you can kind of see. And as long as it stays on the back, that's why there's kind of swizzles on this. Uh, part of the spoon so it helps it flow in between your fingers and that way you won't bruise your spirits mm -hmm, those swizzles yep and it just causes uh, a nice circular motion and i always too this is my other tip for stirring uh, i don't know if anyone remembers like the spire graphs back in the day uh, but if you kind of pretend this is a pen and you're doing a spire graph and you're spinning it in that little tracer <laughs> that kind of helps also get the technique down too so <laughs> that's nice. my little stirring hack there nice so, so if you're a if you're or a mixologist uh, and you want to go and review Annie or Cal's stirring techniques, you could actually be like, who stirred it best? Yeah. You could let us know. I mean, that'd be pretty fun. Oh, my. Uh, I know Trey's probably going to go out. Uh, a friend of mine, he's going to go out and look. And uh, I should say a follower. But, uh, yeah, a friend is going to he's going to go out and definitely uh, review, critique my stirring. He always has. So. <laughs> All right, and then we're gonna strain over some fresh ice. And another trick too, um, little trick guys for you is if you're stirring your cocktail and you wanna taste the ratios of it, you can kind of take one of those drips right on the back of your hand, taste that. Mm. Once you have all your components balanced right, that's when you can strain it too. Just well, so I, I just lick my spoon because nobody else is drinking yeah, out of my yeah. spoon tonight. So mm -hmm. I, I'm okay. socially distanced from everyone. So. Yeah. As long as you're socially distanced, you're good. It's not, it's well, not, it's we're, not his choice though. Were we supposed, yeah, exactly. Uh, were we supposed to do something with the brown sugar? Or is that coming later? That's coming later. Okay, sorry. I got ahead of you. Yeah, Mine's no, perfect. Good. Yep. Is it good? Oh yeah. Excellent. All right, so we're All right, pour, and then 
gonna strain it over some fresh ice. Yeah, if you have like a big uh, rocks cube or a spear, something like that, that'll look really cool. And I do love the color I'm of this too. Definitely ice. has a really nice yeah. tone to it. All right, now time for the garnish. Uh, I'm, so I'm gonna re-pour mine with a big cube. Oh yeah, yeah, whichever you wanna use. I always try to have them, but I do have a cocktail coming up uh, probably this week with rose infused ice cubes and rose water. Oh, um, sweet. It's gonna be cool, yeah. So I'm like, oh no, I don't have any big giant cubes for the for our show, but it's okay. These still work great. Fridge cubes work just as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, for your garnish too, guys, I do have the, um, the cloves in the orange that definitely bring out the flavors for sure. And they look pretty too. Oh, wait, you put the cloves in the orange. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you sure did. I mean, yep. I, I like, I'm definitely going to eat that, but I definitely yeah. like, so she's got the, so she dehydrated the clothes inside of the orange. So this is a great Halloween drink. We did that. Well, we should have done it a week or two ago, but anyway, um, but yeah, this is a great, it's almost like a little pumpkin kind of, you can make a little jack-o'-lantern kind of thing out right. of it if you did it, turn it the right way. <laughs> All right. So I got ice now. Uh, right. So are we just dropping this in? Yeah, so all you do now, guys, is just take your garnish, you drop that on top, and they're so lightweight, they'll just float on the top. Yeah. And with apples in there as well, if you want to take one or two of those, probably eat one, they're so good. Um, but you can also just kind of put those in however you'd like, around the glass, in the side, however you want to do that. That's my favorite part of the cocktail, is probably the garnish, because you get to kind of play around with it, make it your own, which is really fun. What do you put on those apples? Uh, nothing, just pure apples. Really? I uh, do put a little bit of um, orange juice on them just to stop the oxidation in the dehydrate yeah. so they don't come out all brown. Uh, and then the final step is just a little bit of the brown sugar just sprinkled right on top. And that's all she wrote. <laughs> but you, hey, Dan had no idea he could even make a cocktail. Uh, <laughs> still not sure if I can, but <laughs> no. I'm I think kidding. you guys are doing great so far. <laughs> I'm trying to get there. Uh, that's just because I haven't had a cocktail in like three minutes. So I'm, you know, like <laughs> Jones over here for something. <laughs> this is so awesome. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, like no shit, man. Like if you're thinking like, um, I mean, this would even, so think about, and I'm maybe way off board here. I think I the little uh, drip. Usually I don't care, but you know. Uh, I still don't, uh, but I'm thinking, you know, think about just with everything that's been going on and this is not a negative comment or conversation. I'm, Do I'll we be off stir the quick. brown sugar or no? But like, uh, wherever you like it, as soon as you put like a straw in or something, it'll, it'll meld into the okay. drink. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. mm. It is so tasty and I want to get that orange down and I'm definitely going to chew on that thing. Um, <laughs> but think about like with just all the, you know, the social distancing of the restaurants that have been closed and all that stuff that is tasty. Um, <laughs> And it's like, well, what am I going to do tonight? Especially if you've got like a birthday, an anniversary, uh, you know, girlfriends that you, you know, you, you, you know who you're with and their boyfriends even, right? There's, so you could do some of these things with dudes. Um, mm, that is but good. it's like, Hey, what are we going to do? And what are we going to have? I mean, I guess I could write you and be like, Hey, Annie, I'm thinking about doing a, um, 
for the masters, I'm going to do a brisket. I'm going to do some uh, egg salad and potato salad and pimento cheese and whatever. Like, could you whip up some cocktails or what? What do you have on your list that would go good with that? Or think about Super Bowl. Like, if you want to keep it to a small group and it's like, hey, we want to do something. Like, we want the Super Bowl on, but we don't really care about the Super Bowl. Uh, would it be fun to make a cocktail while we were doing that? I mean, that'd be a good idea, right? Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. And yeah, especially if, you know, if you have any, I have a couple of friends that I've done a couple cocktails for, for their weddings, um, bride and groom type of cocktail things, which are fun. Um, but yeah, especially for, you know, the upcoming, you know, uh, Super Bowl, all that stuff and holiday season coming around and, you know, specialty dinners and stuff. Definitely. Uh, we'll come up with cocktails and all my are on my website too. If you ever want to look, uh, with anything like that, and I could put some pairings on there for food. If that's kind of actually a good idea. That'd be, yeah. I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you got things that are coming up. It's like, so, you know, what's, uh, what would go good with, uh, with my Turkey or better yet, what would go better with leftover Turkey the next day? Right. Like, like if I'm going to make some, uh, what do you like hot Browns, you know, with, uh, with leftover Turkey and, and I don't want to think about what to drink, but I also maybe are going to have people over and we're going to kind of repurpose some things. Like mm-hmm. what's a good cocktail that I could order with that that says, Hey, if you're making the hot Browns, you know, here you go with leftover potatoes and the Turkey and gravy and all that. Uh-huh. That'd, be, uh, that'd be a really well, sweet idea. You know, one thing that's always left over in my house, at least always is uh, the cranberry sauce. Always have a little bit of that left. Now that, with some bourbon, maybe some like black walnut bitters, something like that. Maybe even this chai uh, cinnamon syrup. Do like a some type of like a cranberry sour or something like that. That'd be good because you could muddle that cranberry sauce almost into the glass yeah. and then give it a yeah. I, I'm yeah, thinking it's like a jam almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking almost. How could you make a like a it and it, it's way off base, but I mean, think about like a Sazerac when you when you do a uh, absinthe rinse and you get. The, I know it's licorice, but I mean, think about the tartness of uh, of the cranberry sauce that comes in there. I'm thinking you could almost do like a play on a maybe a Pennsylvania Sazerac. <laughs> I don't know what Scranton. I don't know what you would call it, but there you go. You're giving me great ideas. You, you'll, you'll, You'll get the bill next week. Yeah. Um, no, no. <laughs> Royalties. <laughs> no. But, but seriously, I mean, those are some really, really, I mean, those are some pretty good things that you could turn into something. And I'm, a, I'm, I'm thinking crazy now because it's like, I'm, I'm a, I, I try to stay somewhat healthy and keep my liver uh, friendly to me. So I do a lot, I juice a lot, right? So it's a mm-hmm. lot of like, you know, apples and celeries and kales and things like that. And there's always some leftover juice and that stuff doesn't last long, but it would last mm-hmm. a day or two. Oh, and yeah. what would go good? And you don't ever really see any green drinks, I think, because it's maybe a little off-putting, but that could be something to kind of work it there. Well, I don't you know. know that, that may be stretching you... it. Oh, no, no, no. That's not stretching it at all. Do you guys do any like tequila or anything like that? Mezcal all day long. Mezcal? So in the summer, I did a cocktail. Um, we have this herb. I had this herb in my garden called Lavage or Lovage or something like that. I don't know it's that one, yeah. Celery. Um, it looks like cilantro, but it actually tastes like celery. So I juiced celery and cucumber, made like a juice, like puree out of that, strained it, got all the pulp out. And then I muddled some Lavage in there, um, did a little bit of cilantro, I think, uh, mezcal, and um, just a little hint of lime juice and agave. And it was out of control with celery. Like you wouldn't think to drink wow. something like that, yeah. but it was really great. Hmm. I'm thinking now, how do you turn that into a, uh, some kind of a, like, what's a play on a martini like a like a smoky 
like smoked earth martini or I don't know what you would call it, but there's uh, you could definitely turn that into something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, I mean, I've already sucked this baby back. I know. This, thing, this is like Kool-Aid. It's, it's like, really good. It's really is like, like Kool-Aid. It? Yeah. She's dangerous, Cal. Watch out. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, I got my eye on you. <laughs> this is very dangerous. I mean, I could shotgun these things. Right. I know it's Don't, the apple cider. I'm telling you, it just really, when you mull it and you bring those spices out, it adds something to it for sure. It's like, mm-hmm. whatever you do, do not get a straw involved in this it could hurt you yeah <laughs> so could you batch these uh, so if i were having a party what are you eating now Cal? what are you eating you're eating now uh, well i'm eating the apple that i put in you're there eating the apple great See, you're being healthy you're getting your fruits in <laughs> exactly yeah i mean she put it in there for you i'm going to chew on this orange in a minute too now i would say so if you get this one if you get the uh, apple pie old-fashioned oh it's good and, and you take the orange and you bite into the orange, I would be careful not to get a clove because that's going to, the, the clove is good, but if you get the whole clove in your mouth, that's, you're going to get a, it's going to wake you up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> They're mold in the cider. Um, that's why I kind of put them in there a little bit um, with the, um, with the orange there, just to reinforce that flavor a little bit there. Mm. Very good. Fantastic cocktail. Yeah. So what have you been doing since, um, since the shut-in and such? What, uh, you got any hobbies other than, uh, drinking all the time? I mean, what, what, what you into? <laughs> um, well, I did just start doing virtual bartending oh, cool. um, with a company in uh, Brooklyn. So that's been amazing so far, uh, helping, you know, kind of grow this into something a little more than just, you know, just like loving bourbon and loving cocktails. I kind of want to help, you know, bring more light to the spirit. So sure. that has been awesome so far. That's kind of like my not a hobby, but one of my new favorite things that I've been getting into it's cause it's fun. Like I really <laughs> miss bartending. I, you know, my, I always say, Oh, my job felt, it didn't feel like my life, but I was always there all the time just because yeah. it was like, you know, everybody knows you, you walk in, you know what they like to drink. It's like, you know, this whole experience. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I've been really missing that. So luckily I've kind of found virtual bartending and, um, stuff like that. I've been really focused on entering some competitions. And recently I did just win, um, the uncle nearest honor your legacy. I saw that. Congratulations. Congrats. (laughs) What was the drink again that won that for you? Um, that was my smoked cinnamon apple sour. Yeah. Yep. So I had like a smoked apple, um, smoked cinnamon, simple syrup, apple cider, uh, a little bit of orange juice, orange bitters, and then Uncle Nearest. And in my sours, I use aquafaba, which is chickpea, like the liquid that chickpeas come in or like garbanzo beans, as opposed to egg whites. I just don't, not that I don't like egg whites, but I just think there's too many things that can go wrong with egg whites. So I just stick to aquafaba and you know, you'll never get sick. Um, and it has, the same exact effect with no taste. So yeah, so it was awesome. I couldn't believe it when I got the email. I was so excited. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. But, uh, you, so what's the what's like the I don't want to say what you want what you win, because I mean one, do you I mean you, you won the you know you won the uh the you, you got the event, but like uh, what's the what's the accolades from that other than yeah. saying that I won that, if that's mm-hmm. a fair question. So yeah, so we all all twelve bartenders have their cocktails featured in Uncle Near's um calendar. This is the second year they've done their calendar. The first year was just 
you know, not average cocktails, but cocktails that weren't in a competition-based setting um, that they kind of picked, took a bunch of really great pictures, put it in their calendar and distributed it across the United States. And they got a lot of really great feedback from the calendar and vendors asking like, oh, you know, when's the next calendar coming out? That's when they decide to open it up and say, you know, it's a video submission, make a drink, record yourself, submit this, you know, your whole shebang in. And about two and a half weeks, three weeks later, they emailed me and they're like, you and 12 other contestants are pitched. You. you know, I was like, oh my gosh. I, I what month a- did you get? What was that? What month did you get? Um, I, they haven't figured out what mo- like what month that our cocktails are going to be in yet, but we are doing a um, every Wednesday in November. Uncle Nearest, uh, their Instagram is going live with all the winning bartenders. Oh, cool. Um, so mine will be on the twenty fifth, right before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, you should send, make, be sure to uh, yeah, be sure to send that to us so we can. Oh, I mean, sure. I'm sure you'll post it or whatever, but I mean, we, we'd love to repost that for you and share. And oh, if you cool. get an extra calendar and you want to sign it and send it our way, we'll we'll get it oh, on the yeah. bar back here for you. Oh, sure. hundred percent. Absolutely. Go get one. <laughs> Put you up beside uh, Marianne Eves back here. Yeah. Right. Oh. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Love her. Um, so, well that, that's, uh, I mean, that's, that's a heck of a thing. How many people do you think entered it? Do you know? It was almost 500 people wow. that entered. Because uh, I was, as creepy as this sounds, I was like looking at all the entries. I'm like, <laughs> I'm never winning this. Some of them were so amazing. Like they had videography and edits and all this stuff. And here's me with my iPhone just filming in my kitchen. Like, mm. it's okay. Dan, Dan knows, Dan knows a creepy guy. Yeah, I do what know a that? creepy guy. It's that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I was looking at my competition. I'm like, oh, what? I have to see what everyone's doing. And then I'm looking, I'm like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, really? I really put, but when in hindsight, the video actually was short, sweet to the point. And, yeah. um, yeah, I'm just, I'm so thrilled, especially for uncle nearest. I've loved everything that they are doing and Fawn Lieber, the CEO, she's just absolutely incredible. And such cool. a role model for me, but in her and Mary, Eves, the two women that were on the cover of the, one of the recent articles, I was like, yeah. they're both like my heroes. I'm like, this is amazing. So Very yeah, cool. awesome. It's really cool. Yeah. I'm excited. So what are some of your favorite uh, bourbons to mix with? Loaded, well, loaded question, right? <laughs> that is a good question. Um, I really do enjoy Uncle Nears to make in cocktails. They're, uh, that's what I'm going to be using for the hot toddy, the oh, cool. H- Okay. Uh, this is great in cocktails. It definitely plays well and it's a hundred proof. So that way you still get the whiskey, you get all those flavors. I tend not to use like lower proof for cocktails mm-hmm. um, just because I like barrel proof. I like barrel strength. Um, so I try to get those flavors in, but if I'm going to make something for my mom, I'll use or like, you know, my friends that aren't into bourbon, I'll use something a little bit lower in proof just so they can you know, get the the nuances and, you know, they say they're drinking bourbon with me. So Do you call those people friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's, a, right. it's a, it's a joke. It's a joke. Maybe a bad one, but you know, um, there's actually one, uh, there's a whiskey that I do love using, um, Bren whiskey. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of that yet. Um, it's a called? Bren, uh, Bren B R E N N E. Um, it's mm-hmm. a French whiskey and it's a woman owned. It's amazing. And it's such a great whiskey for people to start on if they've never drank it before. Mm. Uh, definitely like ripe fruit notes, a little creamy on the end. And it's done in France in um, cognac casks. Um, so that's oh. really like a really cool backstory on it. And I've done a couple cocktails with that just for starters. And, yeah. you know, for people, my mom absolutely loves it and oh. she doesn't 
period. So if I put it through her test and she likes it, I'm like, all right. I don't even know if we can get that down here. So uh, if you got a if you if you got a hookup, uh, yeah. uh, you know, we can uh, we we can be on for a tasting and uh, kind of roll through that for sure. Oh, I think we should. I'll definitely reach out to some people there and see what's going on with that. They did just release like a new bottling. Um, they have a 10 year estate cast now. So really? yeah, pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And everything's in France. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, they are barrel aged. Everything's in France and then bottled distributed in the U.S. And I'm pretty sure she's international now, too. Awesome. Over the pond, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, this wow. went down too easy. Yeah, yeah when, you, when you said when you said this could make uh, I mean, actually, I just need I needed the tum I needed the, the bigger version of that glass. I need the tumbler in it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I um, yeah, I would have no problems pouring back even like, I mean, that's like a really good. So if you've ever been to, um, you know, Thanksgiving at the family or, uh, uh, Christmas parties and you've got the big, uh, the big bucket of the, uh, of the cider you're kind of ladling out. I mean, that's definitely puts it to shame. Uh, I would say, why, why am I dipping out of that bucket when we could be doing this? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's a great, it's um, a great cocktail. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Glad you guys like. Oh yeah. Uh, right. Okay, so hold on. Let's uh, before we go. So it is. Uh, what's today? We're uh, we just we just crested into November. Mm -hmm. Man. And I, can't, uh, yeah. I, I know, right? Like. Whew. Uh, so we're drinking, um, if you're just maybe just joining us or you, you fast forwarded. So we're having some, uh, some seasonal, uh, cocktails with Annie that she sent us and where could, where would they find you at to get Annie? Uh, AnnieLewExchange.com. And then you can also shop on my Instagram too. Uh, so all my products are listed and linked to my shop there as well. Yeah. We'll be sure to post, uh, we'll tag her in, uh, on, on Instagram and, Twitter and LinkedIn and uh, all the other fun places you can find us. So uh, you'll be able to find her or you can just, uh, you can message me and uh, I'll, I'll send you her number, her address. She's making lasagna, <laughs> old fashioned. I mean, there's all kinds of things. I mean, there's tons of things that are happening in this, in this, uh, in this event. And uh, so wait a minute. So here's the other thing that you get, right? So, so I get, I get these ingredients. So I get I got a got a packet again of some uh, uh, dehydrated. Uh, let's see, I've got dehydrated cloves, I guess. Oh, uh, that's hibiscus flour. Oh, sorry, I've got hibiscus flour. I've got another oh. orange, and I've got a tea pack tea packet, and I've got a little jar of honey. I think. Maple syrup. Oh, maple syrup. Sorry, mm -hmm. sorry, maple yeah, syrup. You're right, though. Usually, hot toddies they have the lemon juice, the honey. Uh, the bourbon, uh, but this one's a little different with the maple syrup, but I think it's, I, it's like a drink hack that I, I don't know if I like broke a code or something, but the maple in it like really puts the honey to shame. I kind of just use maple in them now. <laughs> yeah. So and, we're having a hibiscus hot toddy. And uh, once again, the only thing that I have to add in this, so I, I've got to add the booze. And uh, so here, here's a good play on it. So think about this. We were talking about earlier about how do you ship. Um, so you talked about lemon juice, right? And lemon juice is typically not going to hold up. I mean, it'll hold up, but not for a long period of time. So it says um, you could put a ha uh, half an ounce of lemon juice in here, which, which is optional. Well, I didn't have any lemons. I had limes and I'm like, well, lemon, lemon and limes are two different things. But what I did have is I had lemon bitters. Mm. Perfect. 
So, so I'm going to hit it with a little lemon bitter, which is not in the recipe, but I figured if the lemon juice was optional, why couldn't the lemon bitters be optional too? Exactly. Mm -hmm. so, I'll try, I may try it with it and without it, but well, Dan's trying it without it. So, so I'm definitely yeah. going to, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and hit it. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing about the garnish too, the dehydrated lemon that's in there, um, in the bag with the hibiscus flowers, so just put that on top and, you know, it'll eventually just give that essence of lemon on there. That's why I did put the optional, um, you know, if you don't want to have too much of a lemon juice flavor in your hot toddy and you want to just get the more bourbon and maple notes, uh, you could just stick without the lemon juice and just drop the garnish on and it'll kind of give that same effect, but not as powerful. Think about you're just getting over the COVID. You haven't oh, had a drink boy. in a couple of days. You haven't had a drink in a couple of days. It's like, man, I'd love a, I'd love a good cocktail, but I don't want to, I don't want to attack it right yet. I don't want to go straight to just a, you know, just neat whiskey. What yeah. could I do? Well, you know what I'd do? I, I'd pull out old Granddad One Fourteen. Mm. That way you can taste uh, taste some booze in there. Mm -hmm. That'll help. Yes, that'll help you feel better. Yeah, because I'm thinking with uh, with the maple syrup. And, and with that lemon and mixed in with the tea, I mean, I think we're going to get something here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so we'll, uh, so, Steve Annie, we've got, uh, so we're having some orange spice tea, orange mm -hmm. and spice herbal tea. Uh, and it's like, it's going to clear your, I mean, this is a great, like, I didn't even know you were a doctor. Yeah, right. I know. I'm, just right now. <laughs> I'm the bourbon doctor. <laughs> it's like a little, little cough medicine here. So we're going to, we're going to do, I'm going to do some pouring and steeping. You may be pouring and steeping as well. Yep. That's why I just hopped off real quick. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, no, you're good. I'm, I think I'm, uh, oh no, I've cooled down. There we go. I don't say and, that often. Uh, with the hibiscus flowers in there too, guys, you can throw those in. That way it'll give it that. I don't know if you saw the cocktail I made with the um, hot toddy with this exact drink, um, but I did steep the hibiscus whole flowers to give it that really nice red color. Um, so that helped bring out some more flavor and different colors as well on top of the orange and the spicy notes. <laughs> so, And I'm just going straight in my glass with what I'm going to be drinking out of. Right? Yep, yeah. that's that's why I like this one. It's so easy to build. You literally just steep the tea and that, like, you know, as that's done, everything else goes in it and you're ready to go. Nice. Um, nice. Uh, you probably had your, I had mine on earlier, but then it cut off. I got this little, I don't know, this little thing that I try to make uh, espresso with. And so I don't have to turn the oven on and all that crap. But anyway, um, so uh, what was the temperature up in PA today? Did you get to, we, so I'm in Atlanta. We got down to, I think when I woke up this morning, I was feeling very optimistic about I was going to do some really cool. I was going to go for this run or, or jog or walk or whatever it was going to turn into. And it was 37 degrees. And I'm like, yeah, I hadn't felt 37 degrees here this year. I don't think all this stuff. In Atlanta, that's how cold it was? Yeah. <gasps> wow, that's not far off from us, guys, because it was about, I think it was like 40 today, 41. Uh, and we had a crazy wind today. Like my aunt's power got knocked out today. It was crazy. And the wind was just nuts. It made it feel even colder. Yeah, I think we're getting a lot of stuff from those storms and such, you know, that have been coming yeah. around the, the, the coast. Uh, we're going to hit this baby with a little water. Pour it yeah, eight ounces. I, I did put eight ounces, but I think I'm going to cut her a little short and kind of 
Oh yeah. Depending on your glass. I kind of just put that as like, you know, the reference of how much, you know, water you should steep the tea bag in. But if you want to do it a little bit less for like, you know, that way it'll fit in your cup. Um, you can always go a little less on that too. Yeah. I may add a little more. It's, uh, may, may hit just a, just a touch more. And it's really cool. You can definitely see the color starting to happen. Like, <laughs> it's like it, this rose colored. Yeah. It's awesome. Yep. Yeah. The hibiscus flowers are great for that. And they're also really pretty looking too. They add such a cool flavor and color. Um, I actually did, I, I actually steeped hibiscus flowers before, uh, turned them into ice cubes. And then I used them in a hibiscus whiskey sour. It was the prettiest pink color drink and people were like going crazy over it. And I'm like, yep, it's those ice cubes. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I can already smell, I mean, I can smell the hibiscus like as soon as I hit it with the water, but now I can start to smell the tea, like the orange and the spice in there. Yeah. Really nice. Uh, really yeah. This seems like Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Compliments each other. See, so, I mean, I'm with you, but I would say that, um, I would say that the, uh, that, uh, apple pie, bourbon, no, the apple, fashion. Apple pie old fashioned is Thanksgiving. This reminds me more of Christmas oh. or, or uh, the holidays in December. So excuse me yeah. for, yeah, yeah. True, true. Yeah. Like the poinsettias, like the red color and oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I am. I wanted to do cocktails that can kind of be, do a little bit of both, go either way for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and, you know, everything else in between, especially for like, you know, parties, events, and even a date night. That's always a really good option too, to yeah. just get two kits my um my cousin and his uh wife they actually did a nice little night in got some takeout did a little cocktail kit night and sent me some pictures they're like this is awesome I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's yeah it's, it's really fun yeah and, and if, if christmas is not your thing it's a great uh it's a great holiday drink oh yeah so, for yeah. sure for sure yeah, whatever you're uh whatever you're pulling down so yeah absolutely all right uh, bourbon in this i think so is this the, um, so it's the hibiscus that's turning it so red? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If we just had the tea in there, it would probably give it a nice hint to it, um, but it wouldn't be as uh, pronounced as this. So yeah, this definitely is a nice little trick to add in there and the flavor is so good. And the fact that they're left in their hole, it, it's easy just to put them in steeping if you don't have one of those like tea infuser, like infuser balls or something yeah. like that. Um, you know, there's in there is the whole flower, so you're not going to accidentally like oh, I'm leaving everything in rounds, you know. Oh, yeah. So, are we doing we going bourbon now? Yep, time for the bourbon. I'm gonna do my uncle nearest in this as well. Uh, you know, I've, I've got a fondness for these uh, Heaven Hill people. They just, uh, you know, there's nothing that they make, it's like, and most of it's not expensive, so it's just mm -hmm. are you going a full boat in here? Huge fan of Heaven Hill. What was that? You want a, a two ounces? Uh, yeah, two ounces, ounce and a half. Um, I just did an ounce and a half in mine. Well, I did a full uh, top of the top of the big one. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. hey, accidents happen. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what Marianne would say? She'd say, "Whoa, big sip, big sip." <laughs> <laughs> it's a good accident. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then next, guys, we're going to do the maple syrup. Almost a full ounce of this again. Oh, really? Okay. Um, 
this one too I, I have for you guys is a crown maple syrup. I don't know if you've heard of the Widow Jane Decadence. Um, they're finished with a maple barrel, uh, maple barrel finish for their Decadence bourbon, but this is actually the crown maple. That's the uh, maple syrup that they finish their barrels in, which is pretty cool. It's almost all of the whole thing. Yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah, almost the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that one's a little bit smaller, those little jars. I just didn't want to send everything no, in. It wasn't things. a complaint. No, no, yeah. it's oh. good. No, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to send them all in those same jars. Um, and those little mm. tiny jars are kind of really thing is, so you know what this tastes? This tastes just like cotton candy. <laughs> it's so good. I love the crown maple. I was really impressed with it. And wow. um, they actually sent me some before to do a giveaway with Widow Jane. And that's when I first found out about them. I was like, oh, this is like the best. Widow Jane is good. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it's, I wouldn't say it's, um, I mean, I would say it's a known brand or a known mm -hmm. label, but it's really not, you don't really get much of it. Mm -hmm. you, you know, other than in the store on the shelf. Yeah, I don't see it out at a lot. And maybe it's a, because, I, you know, I, primarily in, in the South. So maybe it's a Southern thing that, that we don't see it down here, but I do see it on the shelves a lot. Yeah. I picked up their lucky 13. Um, it's a 13 year MGP and it was, um, it was absolutely amazing. I've had their regular 10 year. That was great. Um, the decadence is good. It's a little bit sweet, not sweeter, but it doesn't have, um, it's more mellowed. I would say it's kind of like along the lines of one of those uh, whiskeys or bourbons you'd give someone to start. Um, but yeah, the, the lucky 13 is probably my favorite that they put out. And I do love their rise as well. I was, it was for my birthday. I went bourbon hunting and I found this rye by the checkout line just by chance. And I was like, Oh, oh. nice. Yeah. So this is a cool little, um, uh, it's their oak and applewood aged rye, hmm. um, which is very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I was right. just sneaking a sip to make sure if I needed to add yeah. anything. And then you can do the uh, lemon juice if you want. I just have a little squeeze. If even if like, you don't have to do the half an ounce, even if it's just a little, hmm. Well, I just want to have a sip because I'm going to add the bitters in so I get the... Yeah. See how that goes. A little present at the end there, which is always good. It's like drinking wine, you know, when you uh, when the sediment rises up, it's like, whoo, look at that. <laughs> Got a bonus. You know, people, people that are listening, if you drink wine, you're like, oh, there's nothing wrong with the sediment. I mean, I actually like to chew on it a little bit. People that don't drink wine are like, oh, my God, what's that stuff in the bottom of the bottle? I would know it's, a, it's not put it away, put it away. Yep. The, one of the bars I was recently working at before the shutdown, it was a wine bar. So we would have that all the time. We'd have these really amazing like Italian wines or Syrahs, these really big, bold reds with the sediment at the bottom. And people were like, what is this? Oh, my it's gosh. Like, it's like, like, no, 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 no. S send it back because we're going to drink that shit after work. I hope to God that they I hope they asked for the manager and I hope, <laughs> it, I hope you weren't the manager. But either way, it's like I understand that you don't want to pay for this and i understand yeah. that if there's hey i will take it back it's fine hey go to go decant that shit and it's like hey man <laughs> uh hey stick around afterwards we're having a good glass of wine later exactly we're having our 50 <laughs> <laughs> exactly um yeah and then last but not least guys is just the lemon on top mm -hmm. and it just floats right on top mm. that is good so and you can i have this a bag out too if you guys want i did take it i took mine out uh, so I don't want to rub this in, but I'm going to. So I just uh, I had a little taste of that lemon before I had the um, 
before I tasted it with the bitters in it. And just the lemon alone with uh, sweetness and uh, and the flowers and everything, the, like the lemon itself kind of brought everything to life. Those bitters are going to do wonders here. It, I guess if you're a bitter fan. Mm-hmm. I love bitters in my cocktails. It's I, I feel like it's kind of like the, the garnish on a plate of food. It's kind of like the garnish for your drink. Bitters are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this All is right, a, so, yeah. This is Chris is definitely Christmas right here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be, uh, th- this is a positive comment. Sometimes I really have to work hard on my positive comments because they could be construed as not being, but I like if, if I'm, um, I just finished skiing and, oh, yeah. uh, I'm going to go to, uh, I'm going to go to Vail. Uh, now actually I'm going to go to park. I'm going to, uh, a park city and I'm going to go to the nine, nine, nine lodge up on top of the mountain. And I haven't made my last run yet. And I want, I want one little hot toddy before I go down. I mean, this is, this is it for sure. Thank you. (laughs) That like the the whole scenario and just played it in my head. I'm like, I'm cold getting this in you before you go on your last run. Like, that's a heck of a compliment. Thank you. Yeah. You get get a little, you get a little warm up. You got, uh, I mean, it's, everything's kind of popping in my mouth. I mean, I'm getting, uh, definitely getting, and I, I, I am cheating a little. I did do the bitters, but I don't even think you would need a squeeze of a lemon in here with that lemon. Um, the dehydrated lemon in there. I mean, I think you, I'm getting a lot off of that. Just Mm -hmm. Just the smell even too. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I want to go skiing now. <laughs> I wish I was in a ski lodge. <laughs> so, so do I. <laughs> so do um, I. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I would go skiing anytime. Uh, yeah. So you have you couldn't have made. I, mean, I shouldn't say it like that because they're both they both kind of fit into the realm of the holidays, uh, the seasonality, yeah. the season that we're in. Yeah. But I mean, we had one that was. I mean, I guess it's like perfect because we had. It wasn't overly sweet, but we had like a sweet, I wouldn't call it dessert necessarily, even though it could be construed as a dessert drink. Um, but yeah, the old fashioned was, uh, it was sweet, good. I mean, this is like, really, I mean, you just, this is a package. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> like you get, uh, you, you get the sweet and you get not sour, but sour. The acidity is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they say in food, you know, it's salt, acid, fat, acidity, all those, you know, kind of create like that perfect storm. And same thing for, you know, cocktails, like the bitters in there. That's an amazing, really perfect way to, you know, acid adjust your cocktails. If it's too sweet, if it's, you know, sometimes I'll be a little too bitter, uh, you know, the acid in there, you might not think would help it, but it really does. It brings everything full circle. So that's a really good call on the bitters there. Cool. Yeah. And I mean, the good news is it's like when you, if you've had two and, you know, maybe uh, the other person you're having date night with is like, well, yeah, two is good for me. And you're like, well, I may want to have one more. I mean, now you can just go straight to either bottle that I poured for me. I could go straight to either bottle, uh, neat or maybe with a rock and go just straight at it. You put the bottles, you poured the bottles that, uh, the dam poured. You could go straight with either of those just for a little nightcap and, uh, you know, then, then you're, you're rocking, man. And that's it. Yeah. It, it really, um, holds up well to, uh, to the spirits. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Awesome. I always try to go for too. I never want to make something that has such a, 
you know, out, like not outspoken, but like a pungent flavor that kind of just ruins the spirits in there. I kind of do them almost spirit specific, even almost brand specific, because you guys know with different bourbons, you get different notes. Some of them have more of those sure. like like oak notes and nuttiness to it. And some of them have those dried fruit notes, a little more creaminess. And that, as soon as I taste a bourbon and get those notes, I'm like immediately thinking of how this work in a cocktail? How am I, how am I going to showcase these notes in a cocktail, not just put any old bourbon in a drink. So that also definitely, I always try to make sure I'm thinking of that when I'm making a drink too. So I went a couple different routes. So I, I actually pulled down, I, I don't know how many bottles, but maybe um, six or seven ish bottles and I'm like, okay, what am I going to use? And I'm like, okay, do I want to use, do I want to showcase something that's been on the show before, or do I want to, uh, do I want to go local? Do I want to go like, how do I want to go? Right. So I pulled a few bottles down and, and I had two bottles set up and I'm like, well, I'm not mixing that one. And, and it's not to say that you couldn't mix it. I guess I should have probably, and not, not, I mean, there's nothing, I think I picked it for me, for my palate, I picked it spot on for me. And I don't think you could go wrong with either of these, but you could get both of these bottles of liquor for under uh, 20, 30, under 50 bucks, two bottles of liquor. And you could make, uh, I don't know, dozens and you've got more money to spend on your, uh, your accessories or your cocktail kits. And, and you couldn't go wrong, but I pulled them down and I'm like, well, I want to go, let me go local. Let me go, let me go with this, these folks that are up kind of in your neck of the woods. And, and I'm like going, eh, I don't really want to mix this. <laughs> and, and it's not because it wouldn't make a good mixer. It's just because it's so damn good straight or neat. Like I, it's like, I don't need, I even find a hard time putting it on ice because I don't like, I don't want to put Penelope over ice. Like, I don't, I don't want to, like, I, I, I don't want to, you know, and it's what I should have probably poured it over ice just for marketing purposes. Uh, so, Hey, by, by all means, pour it over it. ASW. I was like, uh, Hey, this Georgia Heartwood's going to be great. Barrel cast, just cast strength. That's going to be good. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to pour, I don't really want to put that over. I don't want to put that in a cocktail. That's too damn, you know, I mean, just because it, it's not that these two aren't that good, but it's like, those are just there's so much intricacy in those single barrels that are coming out neither of these are single barrel you know they're all kind of they're blended stuff and, and it's stuff you can get on the shelf every day and the other two you may not be able to find them so i wanted to hopefully showcase something that we could uh that people could order your cocktail kits with and right. they could find and make a great old-fashioned or a great hot toddy it's a good choice those are good choices um, and they should be like, I mean, old granddad 114 is everywhere. So, and that's what I'm using in the hot toddy. And it's definitely, uh, the, the 114 is punchy. And it, it's got enough kick to it that you can, you know, there's some booze in there. And I did go a little heavy on mine. So maybe that's the reason, but. Well, you fell um, a lot skiing, so you got to, you know. I did fall a lot skiing. Yeah. Have I been skiing already? Yeah, you already have. Yeah. I have a lodge. <laughs> <laughs> ah, boy, it's a good day on the slopes, wasn't it? <laughs> and that's uh, the hibiscus. When you leave it in there, that thing, it just keeps, I mean, in a good way, but it's, um, you get kind of this earthy note that balances everything out. Uh, those bitters. Yeah. That's, um, that's a good, uh, good cocktail. Yeah, I love doing hot toddies, especially when it's getting colder. It's a perfect day for it for down mm. there, especially the 37 degrees. This mm. is a nice way to warm up. Yeah, <laughs> but it, And this is Atlanta, right? I mean, we're not used to... Um, right? <laughs> that cold. 
Well, it did get up to like, I don't know, 55 or 60. I don't think I've even been out of the house today. I had a busy day, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, Annie, all right, so we asked this of all guests, and you should have a unique perspective being in the industry, but uh, we like to do Diamond in the Rough. So walk us through kind of like uh, the Diamond in the Rough for your area, you know, where you liked, uh, you know, whether it be a restaurant or maybe a bar or whatever, you know, you like to go do. What uh, where, where, do you go, where do you go off the beaten path in that area that people don't know? about that's like wow this place is amazing and this is kind of like a like what this place is about you know what the area i'm from is about you know mm-hmm. that's a good question <laughs> <laughs> there's so many restaurants here it's like almost hard to pick but something that a restaurant that definitely showcases my area and you know what we're kind of known in and now i'm from scranton like i always say scranton as like a more broad and term sure. but yeah um the smaller town though that i'm actually in is pittston pennsylvania okay um I would have to go. There's like a handful of Italian restaurants. I'm trying to pick between them. I don't want to pick. You don't have to pick just one. You, you can you can say a couple. It's fine. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You can pick one <laughs> yeah. and a half. One and a half. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So there's a couple amazing restaurants that have been in our area forever, making like a handful of the signature same exact things over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um. The one I would have to say is a little more fancy than the other. It's like a new look on classic Italian foods. It's called Ricasa on Main. Mm. Um. Amazing wine list. Really, really great food and. Of course, they have really good bourbon there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do appreciate that for like a nice fancy night out. Um, but if there's a place that I would go to for just a good old big plate of pasta with really, really good bread and like just whatever house red wine there is, it has to be at Galino's. Oh, yeah. uh, it's a tiny place in West Pittston. Um, but they're, they've been there. I can just remember going there as a kid. So, you know, that first step you walk into that restaurant and you're like, Oh, pasta visual. And it's just, you know, it's, it's amazing. So I really, really enjoy going to those kind of restaurants around here, um, supporting as many local locally owned places as I can. Yeah. Um, and you know, actually I almost forgot one. Um, it's unique for our area. It's a Lebanese uh, oh. place called the garden Mediterranean. It's up in Scranton. Um, their food's just out of control. They have like pickled parsnips that they put on their, on their wraps and, uh, gyros and all that stuff. They're like flavor bombs. And it's a little out of my comfort zone for food that I normally don't really try or Mm -hmm. I'm not exposed to enough. Um, but trying it was absolutely amazing. So cool. Perfect. Those are little gems in the area. Nice. Nice. So does the, uh, UK office hold any merit towards the American office? Have you watched both? I haven't watched the UK, only the US. All right. Okay. Okay. I haven't watched the UK UK. either. I've heard mixed reviews on the UK one, but I'm not sure. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's it's UK, so it's like it, there's no way it can be as funny. I don't have right. Steve Carell on there. So it's yeah, they don't have Steve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's cool so, working in Granton though, because there's a lot of like office memorabilia, and you know, I walk, I drive into the city every day past those Granton welcomes you sign. So I'm like, you know, that's cool. Yeah, I, I take that for granted. Sometimes I'll send it out on a picture. People are like, Oh my gosh, did you get your picture in front of it? I'm like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> why, why would I? Yeah, I'm like, I live here. Well, like I live in Atlanta, so I drive over the walking bridge, so, you know, like the entrance to Atlanta, the opening scene. Like I drove, drive over that regularly. And I'm like, yeah. uh, I, I mean, I don't even look right anymore. You know? yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking straight to see if there's going to be uh, somebody walking out in front of me. Yeah. Right. Like, going for like, a picture. Yeah. It's like, don't, don't look right. Look straight. You know, yep. If you want to stop, go, hey, pull up to the light, take a right, park, and then walk back if you want to look. So, 
Uh, let's see. Um, so, any go? Well, when's the last time you played golf? I actually, uh, my dad taught me how to play golf when I was a kid. Cool. Um, yeah, he did. That was one thing that we did together was golf and pool. Oh. Um, so I'm a pool shark. So, so your dad, your dad's a hustler. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I know. Now that I'm older, thinking about the things he taught me and like movies we used to watch, like we used to watch like The Godfather and like all this. I'd come home from his house and I'd be like, Jay, what were you watching with her again this weekend? It's crazy. That's good. That's good. Now that I'm thinking back, I'm like, oh my god, and he drove a Cadillac too. But, um, but yeah, he taught me how to golf when I was young. I had like my own golf set. It's been a couple of years, you know, yeah, I've done a little uh, driving and stuff recently, but mm -hmm. nothing like, you know, going and playing a couple holes, but I definitely want to get back into that for sure. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. It's not required. You don't have to golf or drink, excuse me. You don't have to golf and drink. You just have to do one or the other to make it. Yeah. Count. <laughs> it's true. One or the other. It's true. Yeah. Actually, one of my friend, uh, one of the guys that I got really close to in um, the bourbon community, Anthony. I don't know if you guys have heard of um, the Bourbon Whiskey Library. Um, mm. Love him; he's amazing. Um, kind of, sorta. I'm sure you would know. Maybe if you saw, it, he has a huge, like, wide. Literally, it's a library. It's I, I've seen him on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, great guy, amazing guy, and um, he he was one of the first guys in the whole community that I was like really like close with, and it, it's almost like an extended family. I'm friends with his wife now. It's it's funny. It's crazy how that all, you know, goes full circle, and. Um, he is really into golf and he's always posting, you know, sending us pictures while he's on the green and we're all like jealous as hell. And the one time I sent, he won my giveaway with widow Jane and I snuck in a little Blanton's cause he's always drinking minis on the golf course. Mm -hmm. So I snuck in one of them Blanton's minis and I just oh. put it in there. I didn't even tell him. And he's like, Oh my God. He's like, I can't believe you put this in there. And he loves Blanton's. So I'm glad I got to sneak in that little mini for him oh. to drink on the golf course. So y'all get mini Blanton's up in PA, huh? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Those, those are, cool. those are, I, I, I can't tell you how many States I've been to. Uh, She's got one. She's got one in front of her here. I know. I'm like, I thought I had them right over here. I guess. All right, so now, so now you're going to be an asshole. <laughs> now you're, I, I, so, so this, this was going so good. It's going so good. No, no I won't show them off. No, uh, no show them off. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. It, it was cool. No, my boss, he, um, my old boss from my old restaurant, he got me a couple of the minis, some Blanton's like bar mats and stuff like, bunch yeah, of yeah, nice. stuff. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know they made these, but cool. Those are yeah. Cool. Yeah. Very yeah cool. Those things are nowhere to be found, uh, in the <laughs> South. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. I think they only released in like two States, Pennsylvania and like Oregon. Yeah, there was like one other <laughs> state. I'm like, Whoa. it's some of the crazy. Yeah, I've got a good friend of mine that he uh, he's building a place out in Oregon, and I'm like, all right, we're going. He's like, uh, you want to go skiing or bourbon hunting? And I'm like, why not both? And he's like, yeah, yeah. good point. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, exactly. but it's like, yeah, it's crazy how just the allocation stuff. Yeah, I, I was uh, where'd I go? I, I drove to Kentucky this week. Or this week over the weekend, I had a thing I had to go do, and and uh, so I went up there and I stopped at a few places, and they're like, "Oh, you just missed it, you just missed it, you just missed it," and it, it was, but it was all the uh, you know all the Buffalo Trace stuff. But speaking about Uncle Nearest and um, uh, who are the folks down in uh, in Memphis? Uh, damn it, it's killing me that I can't think of it. Uh, 
All right, we'll move on for that. Uh, <laughs> God, I'll think of it in a minute. Uh, but they they kind of have the same that you know they're running the the uh, you know they've uh, opened up an old distillery in Memphis and you know everything's looking good and it's it, you know it, it's working out great. But uh, damn, I can't believe I can't how hard did you hit your head when you fell skiing today? One one one. Well, I mean, it, <laughs> hey, but the snow was so good. Spread <laughs> <It's rough> powder. <laughs> That's right. We just actually got an email today, guys, about the Pennsylvania, um, the lottery, the like lim- extra, like the limited release lottery and stuff um, for bourbons for like the BTAC 2020 collection. Hmm. Um, so you can go and do like a lottery through our state and, you know, put your yeah. name in, only have this cer- certain amount. But, um, but yeah, they had the Eagle, the, du- the very rare double, whatever the really like the 18 year, 17, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that one was on there for two grand to wow. be able to pay two grand for that. Wow. Um, but then the other, the B-Tacs were um, 110 a bottle. Mm, wow. I'm like, mm. an old Forester that, that they had their birthday bourbon on there, that was 130 a, a bottle. Mm. So I didn't think that was like out of control. For I mean, like, that's, uh, but I would pay 130 for that. I mean, that's something yeah. that you're not going to, well, let me tell you, if you, you don't buy it. Buy it, yeah. yeah, if you don't buy it for 130 there, guess what? You're going to be paying 1300 somewhere else or yeah. or more. So you know. Mm-hmm. And, and they had a Rock Hill Farms too, which is what I've actually been. I want. love that stuff. I haven't seen it. I haven't tried it, but I've seen it recently on Instagram. A lot of people posting about it. So I'm like, Ooh, maybe I'll put in for that one too. <laughs> no, no, Rock Hill. Rock Hill's good. Yeah, I've got. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you can see. It's uh, it's back Over here. There. It's like right there but it, mm-hmm. it's a used bottle that's what i put my uh, poor man's pappy in so that's what i mix my 12 year and uh red label in so nice <laughs> i pretend you know, it's like yeah. if, you can't, if you can't if you can't have it uh do the best you can mm-hmm. well these were these were great uh great choices for sure i think my favorite's probably the old-fashioned but i mean it's just because of um I mean, it's, it's hard. I think Callen are just such big fans of old fashioned. But the other one, the, the toddy, I mean, like we talked about, I mean, for Christmas or whatnot and the slopes. Phew, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're. Yeah. I mean, I would it's I mean, yes. So if you're judging, you're saying which one is the best. I mean, I think it depends on the day and the event and what you're doing. I don't think they're even comparable in, in the sense that I could compare one to the other because they're so different. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like I had, it's like I had a two course drink. Oh, that's a good point. It's like, Hey, here's your, here's, here's your, here's your, here's your, here's your, uh, here's your main course and here's your finishing, here's your main drink and here's your finishing drink. And I, I mean, literally, it's oh, <laughs> exactly what I'm yeah, like. I mean, Whenever I do a drink menu, I always try to think like what would be a starting cocktail with something good for the end with something that's good in the middle. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. good. I'm glad you got no, it. No, I, I, yeah, I, I couldn't have paired them any better. Um, uh, or, or di- I mean, I, I think the the contrast. I mean, I think I said it earlier, right? It's like uh, you know the the sweet and sour, and it, and it wasn't sweet and sour because actually, it kind of the dessert started first, even though. But I but I kicked the dessert up a little bit with uh, you know a heavy heavy booze, and then the the the, the main course came later, which I which you kind of put, uh, you know, some, uh, the, the, the baking spices and well, actually the flowers and the lemon. And then I really kicked that one up with the one fourteen. Uh, but then the maple syrup kind of just being you know, polished it off. I mean, it, it really couldn't have gone 
I'll, I'll take a dozen. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. Uh, looking forward to, uh, we should definitely get on here and do, uh, we should do a seasonal thing. I'm down. Hundred uh, percent. It's uh, and I can't wait to. Uh, if I need to send you some mezcal, I've actually got some from Oaxaca back here. I've still got some bottles left. So if you need mezcal from Oaxaca, like I can send you some samples up, and we could do some. Uh, that, that'd be a good creative uh, Feliz Navidad. Mm. Yes. Oh, that would be amazing. I did a, a mezcal cocktail. When was it? Maybe two years ago at the restaurant I was working at, and. Um, it got um, cranberry simple syrup, uh, like torch rosemary on the top. It was a nice, like spicy, smoky type of drink, but it was really, it was good for the holidays. So that would be real. I think you guys would like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As do I. <laughs> mm. If it's anything like this, yeah, I think it'd be fantastic. <laughs> um, well, we don't want to keep you all night. We've kept you over our allowance, so. Oh. Yeah. It's all good. I love talking bourbon and cocktails, guys. It's always amazing. <laughs> oh, so, so uh, Dan asked you a, a couple. You said Uncle Nearest, but let, let's, uh, well, so let me, let me ask this one. Um, G&T or V&T? G&T. Mm-hmm. I, it's, I all, just, right, we, all right, we can go on a few more minutes then. Yeah. <laughs> you answered the right way. I, I do like, I, <laughs> It's not that I don't like gin. No, no, you do. nobody likes V and T. Yeah, nobody like. They're they're just brainwashed in that. Oh, if I drink V and T, uh, it's it's like diet coke. Yeah. It's like right, <laughs> and that does nothing for anybody. Like there's yeah. no there's just no yeah. club soda and seventeen lemons and just call it a day. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so so if you're venturing into a real like, like let's uh, so Uncle Nearest, I know, and that that was for pr- promote. No, it wasn't promotional. I mean, that was legitimate. But if you're setting up a bar at your house mm-hmm. um, and at mm-hmm. Uncle Nearest, you can't find it everywhere. They have a limited distribute, not limited, but they're not in every state. They so sell out quick. Yes. And it sells out quick. Yeah. So if you're going to if it, give, give me a bourbon or rye or, or give me a whiskey. That is like, that's my go to no matter what. When they don't have this and they don't have that, that's my go to. Okay. So, well, I, I could tell two, I'm going to tell you about two different bottles. So one that they might not have everywhere, but it's the bottle that got me into bourbon was Blanton's. Um, that was the first pour that it was a crazy night at the bar. My boss was like, just have a pour of this bourbon with me. Just enjoy this with me. And I'm like, I've never drank bourbon. This was back in January too. This wasn't that long oh, ago. Wow. And I was like, uh-uh, I've never drank bourbon really. I don't really, I'm not into it. And, um, and I had that taste of Blanton's and I was like, I got all those notes that, you know, I hear people saying all the time and I never really understood until I had a pour of that. So I definitely love blends. And if that's not available at a bar, if I can't order that, I'm probably going to go for, honestly, it's everywhere and it's easy. Wild Turkey 101. Mm. As long as they have something like that, I'll do that meat on the rock, something like that. But you know, if there's, there's going to be one I would pick to do a meat or on the rocks at like a dive bar around the area that I know doesn't have Blanton's probably be that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you can't go wrong there. It's uh, so Blanton's, you know, it's a single barrel. So you don't, you know, it's whatever you, it's always, it, you'll always drink it just because your mindset's always in the right spot and you're going to drink it no matter what. And you'll find good things to like about it. And while Turkey one Oh one. So we stopped off, we were playing golf in South Carolina last week for a few days 
And they pulled us in. You know, I said, hey, man, stop at this liquor store and let me see. By the way, South Carolina, uh, so you know, uh, liquor stores close at 7 o'clock. P.M., not A.M., P.M. <laughs> Interesting. Right. So we're playing 36 holes of golf a day. And we're like, I'm like, hey, man, we, you know, grabbed, uh, we grabbed a cocktail at the 19th hole and we're heading out. And I'm like, oh, hey, liquor store, stop. We need to grab something. And we flew in late the first night. And it's like, I don't know, like. 820. I don't know what time it is. It's after seven. Could be 701. And I'm like going, well, shit, it's closed. I mean, that's weird because I don't ever remember liquor stores closing. So anyway, the next morning, uh, we've got a tea time at 756. They don't open until like 10, which again, it's like 10. Who needs to get to the liquor store at 10 a.m.? Okay. (laughs) So I see what you're doing there. You're condensing the window, but I'm kind of like, okay, well, they don't and it's going to be an issue because we've got to get from our first tee time, first round of golf to our second round of golf. I don't know how we're going to make it to the next one. Anyway, we, we made it work out. And we did get to one and I asked the guy, and I'm like, Hey man, is uh, the liquor store closing at seven? Is that like, a, is that real or is it not real? It's like, Oh no, it's always been that way. And I'm like, Oh, I guess I've only been here on vacation, not playing 36 holes of golf. And it really didn't count. So it's like, who cares? But yeah, it, it was definitely awkward in the sense that they really put your, like they want the drunks that early. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. That's uh, yeah. I would, I would, th- I would think it's like a COVID like restriction, but if it's always like that, that's interesting. That's what they said. Yeah. I didn't recall wow. that, but um, our liquor stores actually closed down during the shutdown for the longest time. They were <laughs> shut down from March until Oh my God. I think May was when, or maybe June was when Pennsylvania liquor stores reopened. And I think that was like, like, I can't really understand why you would close liquor stores. Like, like all the bars are closed. Everything's done for, I get that. But like, you know, it was, it was a weird, weird scenario and they were closed for months and months. Are they back open now? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was about May or June when they finally reopened. But there were so many people, like my friends, going to like New York, New Jersey, Delaware. You know, I knew a couple of people out in Pittsburgh that were driving to Ohio, like because they're like, "Well, what are we supposed to do? We're trapped at home," you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, we could sit around and talk to each other, but why would we do that? <laughs> I know. Like, no, let's we'll go to the gas station, grab some beer, <laughs> some like white claws. Mm. <laughs> uh, white claws made it to pa huh uh-huh oh yeah i'm That's surprised right. that they're still like in production after how many people are like drinking them during the quarantine because you couldn't go to get you know a bottle of wine at the liquor store you couldn't go bourbon hunting you couldn't you know even for you know whoever to get their bottle of whatever they just it was just so weird so i noticed a lot of people are drinking like seltzers and things i would never expect them to i'm like what do you do with a white glove? Exactly. <laughs> it's funny. That's funny. <laughs> all right, Cal, we can't keep her all night. <laughs> we can't keep her all night. You're right. So we've had a great time chatting with you. Oh, you as well, guys. Uh, I'm so glad that we got to virtually meet like this. It was, absolutely. I'm glad you got drinks, too. Absolutely. Uh, that was no, fantastic. I, yeah. yeah. I was blown I mean, away I, by it. I was, I was really blown away by it. I'm yep. going to pour another one Thanks. of those um, old fashions for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I like to also, you know, think that I, this is how I 
wanted to, you know, pit, not pitch everything, but, you know, with all these bourbon guys that I've made friends with, I would be on these bourbon calls and stuff like on like a Zoom chat or, you know, on an Instagram call or something. And their wives would be like, who's that girl? Who's that girl in there? Like, what is she drinking? And I'd be like, drinking. Hey, honey, body. stop it. Stop it. We're almost done. <laughs> I'm like, hey, come girl, drink this with me. Like, put some lemon juice, some bourbon that your husband's drinking, dump that in a glass, give it a shake and see what you think. And then they're sitting there drinking with us too. So like, I hope that it would like translate into like, maybe your wives would like this or your partners would like That's to drink cool. this or anybody, like, moms, dads, sisters, anybody, you know? So I always you know, want to think about the people who don't drink bourbon necessarily neat. Like I do, I still want to have an option for them to drink it. Anyway. You can still have a gregarious conversation and it be uh, platonic. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's really, that's interesting you say that in terms of just like, right. uh, you know, making something that they could drink too. And it's, you know, in, it's getting the gateway, right? It gets them, gets them into right. it. Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah. Exclusivity about it. You know, yeah. that's what I really, that's what I liked. <laughs> yeah, Dan's fun. already ordered pops. A, uh, he's got him a gift pack coming. <laughs> I will. Dan, Dan, I will. Dan, Dan's bringing the bourbon. <laughs> uh, Annie, it's been a treat having you on, uh, for sure. Uh, I, and seriously, uh, let's do Mescal. Let's do, uh, let's do it. Let, let's, uh, turn this into a seasonal, uh, event. And, uh, I'd love to, uh, pour a few more back with you. Oh, that'd be awesome guys. I would be honored to come back. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, uh, Annie, so once again, where can we find you at? Uh, AnnieLewExchange.com. And then you could just directly message me or buy on my Instagram as well. Perfect. Hey, great time chatting. I hope everybody enjoyed the show, whether you, you listened or watched it. And cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. <laughs>